Welcome to another episode of the MaxCast. As always, uh, we're brought to you by Amazon. If you want uh, a dildo and a copy of Mein Kampf, just go to Amazon and you'll, uh, you can get those things there. Uh, my guest tonight is a really funny comic, uh, Claire Alexander. Hey, Claire, how are you doing? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Um, we were talking just before we started about how uh, you're going back to Connecticut tonight to do uh, do stand up where you started. How's that? Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited because um, yeah, I like we were saying like I used to uh, work at this restaurant and um, and uh, we would have karaoke nights and if there wasn't any if I didn't have any tables and nobody was doing karaoke, my boss let me like go up and do some time on stage and. And that was fun. And um, it was like an extra open mic because I was working at nights anyway. And so I didn't really get to do as many open mics when I was in Connecticut. And so I was like, oh, cool. Now I've done like four open mics this week instead. So mm -hmm. it was pretty fun. Did you, uh, did you start uh, in Connecticut? Yeah, I did. I actually, I started in high school actually. Yeah. Um, and I... I started, I was taking a, I went to a like performing arts high school. Oh yeah. And I had to take, we took a comedy unit mm -hmm. and in, within that there was a stand up. You know, so we were, I was doing like clowning and like yeah. other stuff, you know, the classics yeah. and um, uh, miming. And, and then there, we had a stand up unit and I did that. And um, I like, oh, this one's actually good. Yeah. Well, previously I, one of the teachers told me he was like you're not gonna make it as an actor unless you try really hard because everybody else looks like you and I was like okay like it's, it's like that's like I guess a bad I, I don't know like I, I took it as like okay I'll just like work harder but my mom was like oh my god like I can't believe someone would say that to you yeah. um and then I did a stand-up unit and I performed and I like murdered in a class of 17 year olds it's not like yeah. impressive but um then my uh the teacher came back to me and was like I was wrong about you this is what's going to make you stand out as an actor so that's why I started doing stand-up because I was mm. like oh I'm gonna be an actor and in order to be an actor I have to do stand-up uh mm -hmm. but yeah and so um and so now I just do stand-up <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I also went kind of toward. I don't know if I could make a room full of seventeen-year-olds laugh today. That seems like that seems actually like I the hardest room. I think it was easier. I would. It was definitely easier when I was seventeen. Yeah, as a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, because my set and I. I wish I had this in writing. I don't. I've looked so much for it, but like my set was about like complaining because my dad was. Um, I fixed the ink in the printer and like I had this power struggle with my father about it because he came home he's like you did that yourself and I was like yeah I did it's not that hard he was like what do you what do you mean you did it like you know with your with your lady hands <laughs> I'm yeah. like you know like this whole thing and um, I think a lot of people related to that because we were all kids who were dying yeah. to like a year from college and we were like dying to leave we're like yeah, yeah I live with these you know stupid parents for 17 years so yeah yeah that's yeah, cool that I did cool. um uh I also did stand up for the first time at 17 um oh cool yeah I went to um a summer film 
thing at uh, yeah. actually in Emerson in Boston. Um, oh, cool, cool. And uh, there is a, a club that doesn't exist anymore called Beantown Comedy Vault that did like um, uh, just an open mic, I think every week or every other week. Um, uh-huh. And you had to sign up like decently in advance. Um, and I just got on, I didn't like write the material till like the day before really. I had like a few ideas, but then it, the day before I was like, oh, should I actually have to figure this out? Um, yeah. And I thought it was just gonna be like a regular open mic, like what we would do, but it was like a packed club. It was like insane. Um, yeah, it was really crazy. Um, and uh, it, you know, it's Boston, so everyone's like drunk and heckling. Um, yeah. And then I just got lucky where it's like they didn't, I think because they were told that it was like my first time going up and they were chill and I actually got like some good laughs. Um, yeah. The first time. And um, also weirdly, uh, Gary Goldman was there. Oh my uh, God. Yeah, no he didn't see deal. me perform. But I've heard at least two other people say that uh, Gary Goldman was there the first time they did stand up. Wow, that's, yeah, that's really a- cool. Yeah, so Gary's just around. Yeah, Gary just like likes the new guys, I guess. Yeah. Do, do you still use those jokes from your first set? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't really use anything from like before I was in New York. I don't, I like went to college yeah. in Chicago and I don't think I use, I think I only have one joke that's like four years old or more. Um, and uh-huh. that's like the, the J swipe stuff. Yeah. And even yeah. that's just like really reduced from what it used to be. So it used to be a much longer bit that didn't work. So then I just kept the one small part at the beginning that did. Um, yeah, I, when I like, I, I, the first time I did it was when I was 17, but then I started again when I was 21. Yeah. And I, uh, I like think about that set all the time. Cause it was like the first one I ever recorded. Mm-hmm. And I look back, I think back and I'm like, God, I was such a like, I was a, I had this bit about, I was like, why did Hitler have a girlfriend? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, how bad was her ex-boyfriend that yeah. she was like, this guy seems great. And, yeah. and I'm like, Claire, what, what were you saying? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, funny, I, though. But what's I do the, think it's, I'm oh, sorry, what are you saying? I was going to say, what's the oldest bit you think you're doing still from? Oh, um, well, sometimes I like slap an old one in there here and there and you know I uh I've been trying to bring I think I told you about this bit recently actually I think we talked about this recently I wrote this bit years ago and it bombed at an open mic in Connecticut and by bombed I mean like it just you know I didn't get a glass thrown at me it just didn't get any laughs it um but I was like I I can't believe uh we the town names are so stupid it's surprising to me that people were doing drugs in the 1700s because town names are so dumb. Like my town that I'm from is Newtown. And I'm like, if you had shrooms, you didn't think about naming it like goggly, gobbly gook village or whatever. Like you didn't think of a cooler name. Yeah. Um, so I, I've been telling that one again, the oldest one I, oh my God, no, actually the oldest one I do, my favorite joke is, uh, like I hate when people, tell me I'm opening a banana wrong because they tell you have to open it from the bottom because that's yeah. why monkeys do it. But like every time I open it from the top, there's still a banana inside. Yeah. You know, it's not like I open it. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's an apple, you know? Yeah, that's funny. It's also like, why is the right way the way monkeys are doing it? Like why? Like, that, why yeah, that's an have... angle 
I went before too because I'm like why but then it, then I just like it got weird because I was like honestly monkeys kind of you know they don't have a shitty president right now you know they're yeah. they did something right so yeah. maybe we should look to monkeys yeah yeah and then um you know there's a point where you're like am I doing t- you don't want to go too much animal material there's like no way oh my god <laughs> no way um but yeah, I usually uh, in this will go into some of like uh, what's happening. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a decent amount of politics. Um, I think something that uh, people don't aren't willing to acknowledge is just how cool Hunter Biden is. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know much. I I mean I don't really. Oh my god, like I just I I don't know much about him. Is he the one? This is wow. I sound like super like an idiot. Is he the one that's like on drugs or whatever? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's the one that smokes crack. Um, Love him. <laughs> he's very cool. He um, cracks very cool. Um, this is a pro crack podcast. Um, crack isn't whack. Crack is not whack. And anymore. that's a fact. Yeah, it's very cool to do. Um, <laughs> it's really easy <laughs> to make. And, um, <laughs> and In our uh, next segment, we're going to teach you DIY crack. <laughs> it's very, I could do it. I, we won't get into it right now, but I will just say it's very easy to make um and then he uh his brother passed away and then he mm-hmm. uh fucked his brother's wife and they were like i didn't up know about that yeah that is went- so like if i was the wife that is exactly what you know that's how that works in movies that's yeah. honestly not even a lie probably a fantasy of mine you know yeah. to have my husband die and then I hook up oh my god there's a whole rom-com about that that I love with Sandra Bullock oh, of it's course a Christmas Sandra movie. Christmas movie yeah 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 oh my god no but it's so funny it's like really funny because like she's this girl with no family mm. and um oh my god I hate that I don't remember what it is she has no family so she has to work on Christmas day and all this stuff and by working she literally works she's like an MTA worker and like it's like this is awful like this woman's life is horrible like and she has a decent apartment because they always do in rom-coms but I really like this movie because of one really short scene um there's this one it's not even it's barely a scene it's like a transition they're you know showing the house that they're in and they have a person riding by the house on a bike and the bike slips and the person falls into the ground and then they just show the next scene and it's just like that just like a little bit of humor it's just like what the fuck just happened yeah it's a it's a good it's a good movie I really like it and I don't know who else it has in it I mean I do but I don't know his name I think but yeah it's definitely Sandy Bullock love her all right so it's a Sandra Bullock movie where she plays an MTA person yeah right that's pretty good like that's not what you are (laughs) no it's they also definitely were just like i don't know what's the shittiest thing you could do on christmas yeah which really i mean they were definitely looking for a job that was like like you know because like even if you worked at macy's like you'd get off the clock at a certain time probably and you get paid like like, in a store you're not in like yeah you're not in a she was in a booth and uh, she basically has a crush on this guy who like gets hit by a train and then she ends up falling for his brother and it's like a whole thing. It's a great, oh, cool. great movie. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it probably later. I mean, yeah, not today, but. Well, it sounds like it's a Christmas movie. So this seems like it is. To watch so, it. Yeah. Um, 
but I think it's kind of sweet though with what in the, in a weird way with like Hunter Biden and his uh his brother's widow because it's like usually when like a woman moves on and has kids it's awkward like the kids have to like meet a new man but this man's not new it's just it's just Uncle Hunter it's oh like, it's just Uncle Hunter yeah it's kind of sweet <laughs> wow Hunter is literally living up to his name he's like yeah he's like my brother's gone <laughs> I'm gonna go get her you know yeah and he's oh, just like, guy. It's like, do you smoke crack? And she's like, fuck. <laughs> fucking boring, brother. She's like, you are my crack. Yeah. Um, my heart was cracked in two. Yeah. <laughs> and then he smoked it. And he smoked those heart pieces. He's a good, I, I, uh, I, I, I love the Bidens. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, great. it'll be an interesting time. I don't know. I don't think Biden's gonna, I, I just don't think he's gonna live that long. <laughs> I mean, probably. I don't know. We'll see. He like, um, he like fractured his foot playing with his dog. It's gonna be. Oh no! Yeah, yeah like, my grandpa. I don't know how old my. I don't remember how old my grandpa is. My grandpa's, I think, seventy-five or something. Yeah. And he doesn't have either of his original knees. Yeah. Um. So, and uh, my grandpa, everything my grandpa holds is like this. He's like. <laughs> yeah. My grandpa cannot write uh, pretty much. Um, but I mean, I would rather have my grandpa as a president than Donald Trump, you know, I, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, and definitely. yeah, Biden for sure is just like, just to get, uh, Biden's tweets are funny to me. I haven't even looked at his tweets. Okay, like- his tweets are like, yeah, it, it's like, it's like, we have to defeat this virus. And I see him tweet, I'm like, yeah, like, y- yep, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Like, like, it's not, it's like, we must work together. And I'm like, yeah. 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 We must, yeah. <laughs> like, you're, yeah, we agree with you. Like, you're not, uh, I'm like, you're not saying any like crazy, you know, this is not a, a wild opinion. He's like, hear me out, guys. I, I know this is unpopular, but I love this country. And we're like, yeah, yeah no, like you're not the only one who feels that way. <laughs> yeah, no, Democrats are really good at um, speaking and just kind of like these meaningless platitudes. Um, yeah. Where um, Pete Buttigieg was really good at it, where he would just mm-hmm. go up there and be like, you know, the promise of America was never really a promise. It was uh, whatever. And it's just like, what are you talking about? And he's like, but we can be great and we are great. And it's a promise. It's like, huh? <laughs> like, dude, what are you talking about? Um, it's so funny because it's like, it, it, Trump is just so bad. Yeah. No, he's the worst. At speaking. Like, he's yeah, so, so bad. And that you don't even notice, like, how funny everybody else is. Yeah. Like, when Beto started speaking Spanish, I remember that. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Yeah, that was also embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is it's 2020. Like, I know George Bush did that. My parents told me that George Bush did that. Yeah. And for some reason that was like more heartwarming to me. I was like, George Bush can do that because that was in the past, you know? <laughs> I'm like, you're not yeah. gentrifying a language if it if it's yeah. like early two thousand. Might have been a little better at it. Beto didn't sound like he was all that confident in what he was saying. It was pretty He shaky. was like me and more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that uh, I ever said Spanish. There's but. also footage of um, 
uh, Mike Bloomberg speaking Spanish right after Hurricane Sandy. And that one's also oh, yeah. pretty, that was also pretty painful. And then it's just like, I don't know. Cory Booker started speaking Spanish right after. And it's like, dude, you just saw how, you just saw how weird and awkward that was. Why are you going to add? <laughs> I would be like, it's like you're, I feel like, cause you're like at a show and someone does a joke that's too similar to one of yours. You're not going to go mm-hmm. up and do it. It's just like, it, of feels, course, like, yeah. it feels like he should have been like, especially if it didn't like play to the room. If he's like, if he noticed like, oh yeah, that kind of bombed that, uh, that speaking Spanish when you don't really speak that well, I would have been like, well, that's out. I'm not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, like the only the only thing I would do if I had a what I've noticed that you can do with comedy is like you can be like oh so-and-so was just you know you can say it like that but you can't do that in a debate you can be like oh Beto was just speaking Spanish I have a joke about speaking Spanish <laughs> I have yeah. material for you United States of America like you can't yeah. really do that in, one of the um, previous candidates uh Bertrand Spanish uh something yeah, like this <laughs> yeah um, yeah no you're, you're so right you can't like do it that like if you see the room is not like cool if you making spanish jokes don't make another spanish joke but politics yeah. is different because politics is like not not that comedy is like like uh, comedy is very every man for himself also but like it would just be a douchey move to get on stage and be like that guy fucking sucked guys you yeah. know at a show or something um but you have to bring it then you really have to bring it then because you can't you can't shit on someone else for not doing bad and then also do bad you literally have to physically be dave Chappelle uh, or nothing else you can't you can't add a shit i mean at a mic you know you can't oh then it doesn't Uh, one time i did one time i did an online open mic and the person before me said some like really offensive things about women (laughs) and i and so after that i was like well that guy fucking sucks because i was just like i'm mad that you would say that and then i might have been there for that one was that one of the good ones i think so yeah i think you were there and he was saying something about like he's like uh like I see a couple ladies are in the room tonight and I was like bitch <laughs> like I was like yeah because we're doing an online open mic like I'm also a comic I'm not like here to be like oh that guy was so funny you know yeah. it was funny there was um the one woman comic who's coming on now who's like from Virginia who's in the good mm-hmm. ones mic um she was saying how like because she's been doing it more and she's like oh yeah it's cool you just like start to see the same people every time it's like a community it's like yeah it's because we don't have lives it's because we're not doing yeah it's like this. it's it's uh she's that's like, the it's least so cool. cool part about it like, <laughs> like, I, mean, is... I love the community aspect but yeah. man I remember I was talking to somebody about this recently like I remember when I was doing you know when we were doing like four open mics a day yada yada mm-hmm. like before the pandemic and you have like one and a half weeks to have a good joke. Otherwise it's like, people don't want to hear it after next Tuesday. It's like, all right, are you still fucking doing that joke you wrote last Monday? Who are you, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can't really like do the same material in front of the same people as much, um, yeah. which sucks, which is actually kind of really bad. Like we should be honing our material, Yeah, you know? But I- um. I did, um, I did this early on, like, in, um, I did this, like, in college, um, where I was trying to do, um, uh, I was only doing it maybe, like, once a week, like, maybe two, three times, but not Mm -hmm. that much, um, but I wanted it to be, there was one mic specifically where I was, like, I wanted to have different material each week for it, 
So yeah. I think I went like, uh, I did pretty well. I think I did like eight weeks where I didn't repeat anything, but oh. you know, you're not really like making anything good in that time. You're like, you're doing stuff that's like, okay. It's like, so if that's like, if each set's like five minutes, so that's maybe like 40 minutes of material that probably really only is like five good minutes. Yeah. And that's like, also, if you're not continuing to work on the same bit, that's yeah. like, that's like making half of a pancake every week yeah. and never completing it, you yeah. know, and then you just have a bunch of like raw eggs in your pancake. Yeah. Terrible analogy, but it's like, <laughs> it's been doing something half baked really. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's so good to like write the new stuff, you know, because yeah. it gets your wheels turning and whatnot. Yeah, you need a good mix of it. I know I didn't feel the need as much to um, stop doing anything as quickly, but I guess it's, I would move around just from like boredom, you know, where it's just mm -hmm. like, I want to do um, uh, this now and then like stuff's forgotten about. But I feel like that's good because it's like sometimes you just forget about something for like a couple of months and then you go back to it and you're like, you've just figured it out more. You're like better. Yeah. No, I love rewriting old jokes. It's one of my favorite things to do because it's like you're writing, you, you're filling out prompts you already wrote for yourself, you know? Yeah. Like you, you have a premise from two years ago and you're just like, you already have a premise, which is half the, the thing. And then you just have to write tags for it. And that's, that's fun. It's like, it's like almost, it's like an exercise pretty much. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been, uh, when did you move to New York to start doing comedy? I moved to New York last April. So, yeah. um, yeah, so it's been like, uh, a little over a year, that's April, I guess, so which is, weird because it's like pandemic time were you here the april that like the pandemic the, the april before the pandemic yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. april 2019 I yeah. yeah yeah i know a lot of people that moved here in like january of like or like december and like of, the, of their 2020 yeah. yeah is the pandemic um I'm so glad I like I mean I feel bad for those people but I like feel like I moved to New York at the perfect time I feel like this pandemic like I'm the main character obviously and yeah. um this pandemic hit like at the perfect time of my life because yeah. <laughs> I think about this all the time I, but like aren't you so glad that we're not in college right now or like that we're over the age of 21 yeah. and that we have the opportunity to live on our own and not with our parents like yeah I can imagine I mean I'm in uh grad school but that's also different yeah but I, I mean like I mean like you know when you're in college and you're like drinking and partying every weekend yeah there's not as much of that at yeah. least not with others it's just a lot of uh yeah. solo parties <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> me myself and I rager <laughs> Yeah, solo parties is a really like cool way to spend just drinking alone. <laughs> I do like solo parties. That's a really great phrase. <laughs> yeah, it makes it sound less sad at first. <laughs> like, oh shit, a party? You're like, yeah, who's coming? Ah, oh, you know, just just it's gonna be a solo one. You know, yeah. very VIP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like well, there's not gonna be coke shared with anyone. Um. <laughs> yeah, like. 
don't even think about trying to get an invite because uh, I would totally give one to you because I don't want to be alone, but you know. Where were your, uh, where were your spots uh, before pandemic? What were like the mics and like where you're doing shows more? Um, well, I was, I don't know. I wasn't doing as many shows before. Um, yeah. My favorite mics were definitely like Sister Jane, Beauty Bar, Phoenix mm-hmm. I went to like every single day. I went to Phoenix um, a decent amount. Yeah, I love Phoenix. I got to host the Phoenix mic one time with Entreat and that was really fun because we did like a little improv scene at the beginning, which was a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fun. I, uh, um, obviously the Creek. Yeah, you know, RIP. Rest in peace. The Creek was great because like you could just insert, the, the Creek was like, uh, you know, the cement between the bricks of comedy, you know, like if you needed another mic to go to or you want to try one thing out and you had yeah. free time, like it was perfect for like the end of the night, you could just slide by or like, you know, I don't know, like uh, stuff like that. What, what was another mic I liked? Um, uh, yeah, Phoenix, BD, basically anything in that area. I did a lot of like, I didn't really do as many ones in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, I was mostly doing runs in, uh, in, in the Lower East Side, kind of, yeah. you know, Jimmy Peoples every day. Yeah, Jimmy Peoples. Uh, I did, uh, so I did Peoples. I used to, because um, I lived in Harlem and was closer to stand-up New York, so I did their mic oh, a lot. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, um, because I had interned there, I never had to pay for their mic, so it was just like oh, a awesome. good free one, and I hosted there for a bit. Um, Jimmy Peoples, Phoenix um creek um i'm trying to think what else i did a lot of um those attic the pit loft oh, the pit attic yeah yeah where it was I just like, that, like the creek that was in the city <laughs> i'd be like oh if i have yeah. like if, if i have time i'll s- try to slip in they charged also i mean that's the big thing in this pandemic it's like the mics are cheaper if they cost anything they're just like outside it's like crazy Mm -hmm. to imagine how much money was spent just to do open mics before oh my god I so I currently make like no money yeah and I uh and like I can't like if I were doing regular comedy right now I would I would not be able to because I would be like I have no money to go to these open mics I used to make a lot more money when I was a server and yeah. I, I know for a fact I was shelling out 150 a week going to open mics. I think it was like, cause I, and like you do like three a day and if they're five bucks each, it's like, 15. I, but then I was also like, you know, buying dinner out and stuff because I was out trying to do yeah. the mics. And so it just gets really expensive. And um I think that's yeah. what's going to be good when things, even when things open back up, I think the mics are going to, there's still going to be a lot of outdoor mics because we just have these amps now that we didn't have before and like never yeah. thought to have. So, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. that's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I, I mean, we've stopped now, but I know Charlie and I are going to start the mic back up uh, in the Karen mm-hmm. uh, once it gets warm and once COVID's down. I feel like, I'm pretty confident, although I've been like wrong at every uh, turn on this. <laughs> um, I was just like, uh, I think it'll be uh, when it warms up by like April, it'll be fine to do stuff again. 
people's yeah vaccinated a bit um well, they're gonna they, be vaccinated by next week oh my goodness gracious yeah people are starting to get vaccinated um which is pretty crazy uh lots of people lots of people don't trust that shit <laughs> yeah which is like I, I called my mom about that because I was talking to two of my close friends and they were like, oh, like, I'm not doing that. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was talking to my mom about it. And I was like, is it? I was like, how do you feel about this? Because I was thinking I was just going to get it right away when I could. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting it. If Joe Biden is getting it, I'm getting it. My mom, yeah. this is what my mom said. My mom said, if Trump got it, if Trump was promoting it, I wouldn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> my liberal mommy. But. Yeah, are you gonna get it yeah. right away? Yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm not right away because I don't think we're gonna be allowed to right yeah. away. But right as soon as we're allowed to, which we're gonna we're gonna be the last people allowed to get it. So that's the other thing where yeah. people are like, I don't want to be the first person to get it. It's like, dude, you won't like, be. Don't worry. You're not an old person or a nurse, so you're not gonna be the first person to get people, it. People, it's it. I keep seeing these great tweets that I just am always like, yes, I agree. Like people are like, the guy who came inside me uh is nervous about the, yeah. having the vaccine in him it's like yeah like there's so many like I feel like anybody who's saying like oh I'm worried about the vaccine uh is not a scientist you no. know like and it's like I can't believe like when I said the mic yesterday I was like yeah. um uh that's like when you do a show and someone comes up to you and they're like I didn't like your joke I'm not a comedian but I hated your joke oh yeah and you're like okay so that that means nothing to me you know yeah. also that never happens to me obviously but like yeah. um <laughs> also so that's like, putting us at the same level that's like you know we write jokes we're kind of like scientists <laughs> yeah yeah I mean basically we're joke scientists um yeah. this is the laboratory right now you know like other people um, are making like medicine and cures but we tell jokes so it's like we get it. hey laughter is the best medicine That's true like, i think this is a quote from 30 rock yeah. laughter is the best medicine next to actual medicine yeah well also <laughs> laughter has never caused anyone to get autism so that's uh <laughs> vaccines can't say uh, that <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't know but People, people really yeah, don't trust I science. I, I get, I get when like black people don't trust it because the U.S. government has like experimented on black people and like yeah. given black people syphilis and all that shit. But if you're white and you're like, I don't trust the government, it's just like, dude, the government, the, the U.S. government's been in it for you, dude. You're like, if anyone should trust the government blindly, yeah, white people who are like, I don't trust the government. Uh, I'm like, that is your choice. <laughs> like yeah. you you are so lucky that you have the op that you have the option to not trust the government like and the people who always yeah and the people who don't trust the government are also the people who are the most pro cop and military which is also like yeah. the government it so doesn't make like, sense at all i'm so confused by that they're like they're going to take away our guns i'm like no i'm not first of all uh, that's yeah, what the no nra is guns. always saying What's his face who's in charge of the NRA? Who's just like they're gonna take your guns every yeah. time, and that's like a big thing. Every time there's a shooting, gun sales yeah. go up because people are like they're gonna take away our guns, and um, no, they're not. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like it's, and if they were, yeah, it would be like your friendly cop that your best friends with would probably yeah. do it. Oh yeah, it's oh so silly. Yeah. Um. 
Okay, I was gonna wait for that ring to end. That's good. Okay, so um, yeah, no, it's weird. It's also you know the um, the the bar owner in Staten Island who's like become like a hero in like the conservative world because he refuses to limit the amount of people in his bar. Oh um, my god, what? <laughs> Yeah, and are they he, doing uh, shows there? I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> we should ask. They might do. They would be ready for But then you'd have to go to Staten Island. Uh, yeah. But he. Uh, I, I would do it, but I just don't want to go to Staten Island. I would get COVID there, but I just don't want to go. I'm that's where kidding. you would get COVID. Um, but the guy also. That's exactly was, how that works. He was like being. They kept telling him, like the bar lost their liquor license. They've been repeatedly told because it's not like they're just like having a few people the bar's like always been packed and they're like this is a defiance to the government we're rebels and then the bar owner uh when trying to run away from the cops he got in his car and he like he was like basically i don't he like basically hit the car the cop with his car he like i mean he uh the cop was like but he already, has a blue lives matter tattoo also. yeah and he has a blue lives <laughs> matter tattoo and he's like unless they're after me then uh yeah and then he's like oh my god it's just no, a, um yeah I think it's so weird when like Republicans protest. I'm like, that's yeah. our thing. You know, yeah, I've always really. found that I like a couple of years ago, a girl I know was protesting Planned Parenthood at the White House where Donald Trump currently lives. And I was like, he's like on your side. You don't have to go up to the White House with your I hate Planned Parenthood sign. Cause like yeah. he's you know, like, like, what like what do you think it's just it's so silly because I've protested a lot in my life and I'm like you guys are doing it so wrong <laughs> like yeah I'm like you don't have the like I've been to so many like gun violence protests and stuff and I I'm just like there's so much pain there like yeah. it's so emotional and then when I see these like Republican protests they're always like literally they literally were like I want a haircut and I was yeah. like you didn't nobody you know died like yeah like because they didn't get it like it was it's like it's it's like it's you can't make this shit up it's like it's one of those like like you can't even write a joke about it because it's like so funny it's like that's yeah. crazy yeah we are protesting different things it's, they're just like oh like suck it up like oh so like the cops are killing people why are you like blocking traffic and then they'll block traffic to like uh yeah. Dude, and, and they, they all, bring and, their guns it's disgusting i hate that oh yeah yeah it's um but then it's also like i just don't think there would ever be a civil war just because i think those people are for the most part like all bark and they're just like mm -hmm. they're mostly like just losers i don't know oh no <laughs> yeah jim gaffigan has a joke where he's like talking about biscuits and gravy and how they make you like fat and lazy and he's like the south will never rise again yeah. because they can't get out of bed yeah <laughs> and but it's like i mean that's 100 percent true like they they're too busy like typing their shit on facebook but they're not yeah. you know You're on they don't actually now. know how government works like people um like oh my goodness the girl emma from florida from the park side shooting um I don't remember her last name but she's like she has like the shaved head she's so yeah. cool she um is a crisis like actor? yep no <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> she no she like she has like done her research you know yeah. she knows what she's talking about and she protests and she gets shit done because 
she has put her heart and soul into it, you know? Whereas like these Republican protesters, they don't have their heart and soul into it. They're like, 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 oh my God, I wish I knew her last name because now I just feel offensive for not knowing her name. But like, she, like, she's like a person who's like, I'm going to put on a show and it's going to rock. And then the Republicans are people who are like, what if we had like a bar show and it sucks and they don't promote it and no one comes and they're like, yeah, I did it. I'm like, no, that's not protesting. If you don't have any oomph behind it, you know, if your only protest is like, my roots are showing. It's like, that's stupid. That's a bad protest. Do some research for once in your life. Yeah. You know? Well, then it's just, um, I don't know. What's really weird is these, uh, you know, how like the uh, attorney generals of like these like handful of like Southern states that are like really trying to get the election overturned. And they're just like, there's fraud, the election's being stolen. And it's like, no, dude, you're trying to steal it right now. You're just. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. But the whole stop the count thing. Yeah. I was like, like, that's literally like, like pick a side. Like it's, it's just, it, it blows my mind that people can have these political opinions. Yeah. Because it's like, they're like, stop the count, but then they're also like, they'll, you know, kill somebody over the Second Amendment. I'm like, yeah. which which law do you want to follow? Because like, which, what are you going to, you can't pick and choose what you like. Yeah. Or like the Staten Island you know? guys, like, listen to the law, unless it inconveniences you, then you're a rebel. And then you're like, so yeah. cool. you're like a cowboy. That's yeah. This is, you're not this is the cowboy. thing that I think is always really interesting is like the two groups of people that love cowboys are Republicans and gay men. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. I really don't know that many people that love cowboys. It's only those two groups. They're the only two groups yeah. that like dress up like cowboys. Except one of them is like cool, and the other one's like weird when they do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the other one's gay yeah. uh, I definitely for gay cowboys yeah the gay yeah, cow- think... the gay cowboys are the cool ones <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure I think you know what's so funny is like humans I mean we're all actually a lot more similar that we put up these barriers thinking that we're different but like the bar that I that I used to work at that I'm going to tonight um when I first had my interview there I went there and I was like oh this is like a sick hipster bar like there were like you know old license plates and like old beer cans (laughs) I'm like oh this is so hipster so cool and I got the job and I started working there turns out it was extremely redneck like it's very Uh, like it's like I was like oh these old license plates those are from these guys cars (laughs) like these are like and it's interesting to me because it's like such a fine line and it's a great bar. I actually really do love it. And it's yeah. like wholesome rednecky, you know, like Connecticut yeah. rednecky. How rednecky can you be yeah. in such a small state? But um, it's it's just like, it's, we're all so much, you know, we put up these barriers that were so different. And yeah. by we, I mean, you know, the people that I don't like, but I, I, we, they, put up these barriers that we're so different and we should hate each other for all these differences but really we like all the same shit all the time like all of us all of our favorite color is blue none of us floss we all think die hard is a christmas movie is like the funniest thing you can say you know like that's we're all humans who agree on a lot of things i think not to be super deep yeah no for sure i mean that's kind of what i found when i went down to um uh, Tennessee to do stand up um, 
like I guess a month ago now. Um, because I didn't know how I would like be how people would like receive me there. And it's just like I just think myself as like the uh whatever, the leftist New York Jew. And it's like, how does that mm-hmm. play down south? But then they like me a lot. And like the couple that liked me the most was like a couple from like rural Alabama. And they like I did some time in like a uh, little bar that was like um attached to a motel like there's a guy playing blues and like we went up and like did some time and they wanted me to go back up there like they wanted um they didn't want to hear the music anymore they just wanted to hear me do more jokes. <laughs> oh that's so funny um so it was just like that's when I was just like oh so it's like the things that like I think like oh well this is funny in New York but will it work down here it's like stuff that mm-hmm. uh has worked for me in New York also works on like people from middle of nowhere Alabama so I, there is mm-hmm. more like commonality in what people even like think is funny than I think um, and also I think that some of the like more blue collar crowds I almost like more because yeah. I feel like some of the like super rich liberal cra- crowds treat you like you're a jester like a court dress jester and they're like oh my god do that that's so like those are the type of people you meet in a bar who are like you're a comedian tell me a joke right now yeah like that's um whereas like people who are like oh they they just like want to talk to you they're like oh my god you work in a restaurant I work in a restaurant and it sucks and you know like they kind of get you they can they get the you know they get they get it more I feel like a little bit yeah and um yeah I think that's nice well I think one of the worst groups to really perform to is like the quote-unquote like woke white Brooklynite because it's like they won't laugh at anything they think everything's offensive and it's like dude you're Mm -hmm. also you're you're gentrifying a neighborhood right now like stop being like Like, you're living in a loft in Bushwick like you're not part of the solution I was talking to somebody, oh my God, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you protested in a neighborhood that you bought. Ruined. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you like in the- And I'm also in Brooklyn, but I don't think, I don't yeah, have this idea of myself being like um, the, the white savior who's so woke. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that we're not going to actually have equality until we learn that you can equally hate anybody, yeah. you know? Like I was talking to somebody recently about this um, who was like, oh, like I didn't want to say anything though because like they're gay. And I like, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, I was like, if a gay person is mean to you, you can be like, hey bitch, what the fuck, yeah. you know? <laughs> like if anybody is mean to you, you can be, you can be like, hey, that wasn't nice. You Like just because like, yeah, maybe they had a hard time growing up and coming out to their parents. But if they say your outfit's ugly, you can be like, Hey, dude. Uh, this is what I chose to wear today. I mean, they're probably right, considering they're gay. Yeah, they you know, probably, they probably know. know. Yeah, they probably know better than you. But like, um, I don't know if like somebody uh, like like when I was in college, uh, some there the, there was a mean gay guy who one time told me I was like, mm, you should probably write better jokes if you're gonna try stand up. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't like him. You know, like yeah. that's like a, not a you know like that's not. Um, a nice thing to say and I think that we're not I think that I think the best way to to accept people is is to fully accept them as a fellow human and you know love them if you love them and hate them if you hate them and 
don't, you know, give them any, you know, extra stuff because you're nervous that you're, I think that's almost selfish. Yeah, because if you're like, I'm nervous that they're going to think that I'm being mean because they're whatever minority that they are. And yeah. um, that's more like, wow, you can't live with yourself if you think that you did. Like, no, just treat people the way you want to be treated, be a human to other people. And then, you know. Yeah, I'm going to 100% uh, butcher this quote, but it's the idea I like. It's something about how uh, the issue with, it's like, you don't want to get to the point where like, you, you're you so proud of your own wokeness that you then become blind to yeah. your faults or whatever. Like, you can't think that like, uh, it, it's like that. And I think this applies mostly to um, white people who consider themselves woke, yeah. but it, you can't be like, well, I'm woke, so I'm the finished product. And this is now I'm going to try to bring over people to be like how I am now. Because it's mm -hmm. just like, dude, you probably are not not there yet. You're probably not where you think you're supposed to be yeah. yet. It, it's just, um, I've been saying this, is that I don't think uh, white people should be allowed to call themselves woke unless like a black person tells them they're woke. Um, <laughs> yep. <'cause, laughs> yeah. Because then it's just like how many like just how many like woke white people like have never actually talked to a black person and it's just like they're oh gosh, yeah. they're just like in Bushwick and still have not and it's like how? What's funny is like woke white women yeah dating white men <laughs> yeah I'm like really move to Bushwick and and you're still gonna date a white guy just because he skateboards like yeah yeah like. Uh, I mean, Are you talking about I mean, that, now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yes, um, mostly, uh, sometimes I'm like, I should, <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I just, I think that, I think people think too highly of it, people are, especially, like, these woke people, they are so quick to pat themselves on the back, yeah, I think, and yeah. uh, I think one of the best things you can do is know that we're always learning. Like I would, yeah. I would say like, I mean, by technicality, I'm like, yeah, I get like, I guess I'm pretty woke. I'm really open is how I describe it. Like mm -hmm. I'm open to learning. And I think that's what you can do is that, because I remember years ago, I like was like, there's straight and bi and gay. And now mm -hmm. I've learned, I'm like, oh, it's like a spectrum. You know, and you just yeah. learn over time, you learn things. Yeah. you know and um you know still learning where I am on that spectrum <laughs> but like yeah. I mean I think you just grow and you learn more and you learn to kind of like what they the, a phrase that they're saying they were saying a lot this year was like unlearning stuff mm -hmm. um and like I think it's really cool to like watch change and whatnot like I would say that like yeah, like one of the things I didn't like about 30 Rock, the only thing is like how much Liz Lemon like looks down on on strippers and stuff. Yeah. And um, I learned that I was like, you know what? That's a career choice. And if mm -hmm. somebody went like, why the fuck should I have an opinion about somebody else's career? You know? Oh, and yeah. That's, you know, that's something I that's something I've watched myself learn. That's something I've been trying to communicate to other people. You know, it's like OnlyFans is a job, you yeah. know? Oh, I have a lot more respect for people who are like prostitutes or drug dealers than like 
people on Wall Street or who sell insurance. I think oh those God, are like worst too. jobs. Yeah, I mean, like, cause you know what? Your dad probably didn't get you that job as a prostitute. I mean, maybe indirectly, but like, yeah. um, uh, like, I mean, that's how people on Wall Street, you know, get their jobs and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm not gonna knock anybody for hustling ever. Yeah. And I think that that's the point. I think that like hustle comes in different ways. And um, also, I mean, I really, I have no, 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 no platform to judge because I literally hand out flyers for a living. Yeah. So I'm like, who would I ever possibly be to look at somebody, you know, who makes way more money than me yeah. and be like, mm, gross. And that's yeah. an opinion that I, I've had for like a while, but um, I definitely noticed how much I cared about it when I watched 30 Rock. I was like, hmm, I really don't like the way that Liz Lemon treats these people and I was like and that's that was a woke moment for me that was a wow I'm yeah. so great but I think that um I think that uh everybody's learning and everything's changing all the time so yeah yeah no it's getting better I mean that's why it's like uh it's weird when uh people get upset about like a tweet from 10 years ago I think because it's just like, well, everyone's growing. I mean, you can imagine that that person might not feel that way and also mm-hmm. might not even felt that way at the time. They just like thought it was mm-hmm. kind of funny. Um, oh, yeah. I, oh, sorry. What are you going to say? I was going to say that I think there's like, I think there's like a time limit of like uh, when you can, how upset you can be about something like that was so long ago. It's like, if you don't, if you're not like upset by something someone said within like a year and a half of them saying it, I think like you've lost the window and it's just like, well, that's now the past, unless it's like really horrific, but I don't know. I think and also, um, also if they like defend it, then it's like, yeah, okay. defending like I different. still feel that way. And you're like, okay, well then I don't like that you said that. But it's but like, it's, it's, like, it's like to judge someone based on like the standards now, if you weren't even by these standards when the thing was said, yeah. where it's like, if you weren't going to call it out at the time, then if you didn't think it was a big deal at the time, it's just like, well, you were in that same world and mm-hmm. bubble that like, it's good we're past it and can be like, that wasn't a cool yeah. thing to say. But I don't think you get points for being like, uh, that's so awful that a thing someone said in the eighties didn't age well. It's like, cause nothing, yeah. nothing ages well. And it's like- No, and like, I know somebody who I was talking to one time about this I was saying um I was talking to them about gay marriage because mm-hmm. they were going to a gay wedding I was like that's exciting you're going to your first gay wedding and then they said to me they're like well I think of it as a real wedding or just a regular wedding and I was like all right I'm a dick or whatever but um and then they said to me though that they had uh previously not thought that gay people needed to get married and they didn't realize it until they got married and this is like a long time ago um but I mean that it's just like things change like you feel certain ways at different points in your life and that and I think that that also comes from I think we have life is hard and like I don't think anybody really knows who they are that well until they're like until you get to like a fairly old point and I think that people want to be heroes because they want to find an identity for themselves like these woke people kind of like 
want to feel like they're a hero for calling Kevin Hart out for saying something 10 years ago. Yeah. And they're like, that's the kind of, they, they're looking for it. They're, they're pulling it at his mistake so that they can slap at something on themselves so they can learn how to further identify themselves. And that's just like, it's so weird because we all need each other as people, but we shouldn't hurt other people to learn who we are. I, learning who you yeah. are is a really more personal thing, I think. And you have to learn that through things that you do and not things that you do to other people. Yeah, no, I agree. You don't wanna, I mean, and then like the idea is to get people to be like, to grow and be more evolved. And just like, I think mm -hmm. a relentless attack is not probably no. the best way to go about that. Um, yeah, I will say, uh, I wanted to say this, uh, just going back a bit. I think the the difference also between like um, uh, prostitutes and like people on Wall Street is the prostitutes only like fucking one person at a time. And Wall Street, <laughs> like um, yeah, that's that's just that's fun thing funny. to say. I think uh, <laughs> I think we can. I think we've ended on a pretty positive note though. Um, is there anything you wanna uh, anything you wanna plug? I know there's a show tonight that might not be out. Oh yeah, yeah, my show tonight that you can go to if you travel through time. Yeah, the show um, was last night. <laughs> if you yeah, if, if you get in your DeLorean and you come to Woodbury Brand Company tonight, um, I uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Claire Bear Pears. I got 800 likes on a tweet yesterday, so I'm nice. you know basically famous. Um, and my website is clairealexandercomedy.com. Nice. And, uh, yeah, you guys know Max Marcus Comedy on all social media, like, and, uh, review this, um, this podcast, give it five stars. I'm rated above Joe Rogan right now. Let's keep it that way by, uh, by a 10th of a, whatever, by a point. And, uh, yeah, this has been the Max cast. I hope you enjoyed it.